Freak off of here and go down the side. They do. Stock's got it. He's got running room. Stock can dive. Hang it up. It's good. It's good. Bacheros with it. Bacheros with it. I can't believe it. Bacheros with it. Tomorrow night, uh, life is good again after the boring All-Star break. I don't know. Did you watch any of the All-Star break game? Um, no, not one bit. I, I was working the whole time. I didn't watch a single minute, so I wasn't working the whole time. I still didn't watch it because when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, if none of the boys you like are in it, why watch? And it's a stupid game anyways. Sorry. Anyways, um, the Jazz, though, the big – the big storyline is how will we end up these last few games or this last home stretch, I should say. Um, can we keep the momentum going? You know, the last few years, it's it's pretty common for us to play well these last few games. Uh, what do you what do you think, Dane? Oh man, I mean, the pressure is definitely on. We're we're in a decent spot right now. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we can turn it on. I think some some. Uh, I don't know. Like looking at us right now, we're in sixth place. So if the playoffs started today, we'd play Oklahoma City. And I didn't expect a Thunder to be having Paul George having like a career Paul year. Paul George making man. Holy cow. making a push for MVP. You know, I think that that'd be a tough tougher matchup this year than it would last year. For sure. I agree. And don't forget about Russ. Russ had a really slow beginning of the year for sure, but he's definitely stepped up the last I don't know how many games, probably the last 15 games or so. The Jazz, 3-3 three and three in their last six games, 6-4 six and four in our last 10. Uh, that includes um, some wins over some, some lowly teams like the Hawks and the Suns and some losses to some teams I would have liked to have seen us play a little bit better against in Portland and Houston. Um, out of the last six games, Dane, which, ga- which game stands out uh, to you and why? Mm, you know, I think the Warriors game, the last game before the break, um, that was a good game. It was a competitive game. I think we ended up losing by seven or eight. Um, it was close to the end though, until Steph Curry kind of turned it on in the last two or three minutes and hit a few, hit, hit a hit a couple three pointers. Clay Thompson hit one. It was a good game, you know. And I don't think Donovan like had his most efficient game. He had a good game. Um, uh, but even with him having a little bit of a less efficient shooting game, we still were right there with those guys. I think that was encouraging. Yeah, that really was a good game. I was at that game, but, um, man, when Steph hit those, I think, three shots in a row, it's crazy how fast he can flip momentum. Yep. Um, as for me, that same question, I think the uh, the Portland game and the San Antonio game are both two games that are – important because we need to beat teams like portland nowadays when we're when we're playing teams that are close by us in the standings we need to be winning you know a fair amount of those we can't win all of them but a fair amount of them and i hoped i mean we've beaten the blazers twice already this year by like 30 plus i think something like that 30 or 20 or 30 points so losing that one was tough uh and winning in san antonio uh that that's a big game that's they're a good team 
Popovich always has those guys ready. I think that was a, that was a pretty good game. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah, it was. I don't know, maybe not quite how I wanted to see those last games go, especially with Portland and Houston, like you pointed out. But, I mean, we're still in a good spot, bottom line. And, uh, you know, we're right behind. Um, we're, we're, what, a game? We're just a game behind Houston. So, I mean, yeah. you know, there's definitely room to move up one or two spots if they can put some runs together, for sure. Um, yeah. You know, and it's and then the rest of the the rest of the West is. I mean, I imagine that Golden State is going to start to pull away here a little bit, distance themselves, and maybe even Denver. Denver's played well, but the rest of the playoff hunt is just tight, tight, tight. Yep. And speaking of that, you know, the, with the game so close, like every piece counts. You really can see that. And there were some pretty big moves in free agency, or not free agency. Sorry, uh, trading right before the trade trade deadline trade deadline with Tobias Harris moving and all sorts of stuff going down jazz again um I don't know they didn't they didn't have a trade not no trade at the end there's a lot of rumors flying around um but did you think no trade was the right move Dane uh I mean I think I think we should have I guess not should have I think they tried to make some moves I it would have been great to see um Mike Conley on the team I think that would have been an upgrade at somewhere that they're clearly trying to get a better, a better player. Um, you know, I think we talked uh, in the off season about getting Tobias Harris. That was that's too bad. Now you know now he's on like one of the best starting lineups in the league in Philly. Yeah, they're, they're they're monstrous. That's now. pretty pretty impressive. So that was a little bit of a <clears> bummer. <throat> but I mean, more realistically, you know, uh, it would have been. I think it would have been nice to try Mike Conley experiment for whatever. I think it's two years or something left on his deal. Um, I don't know. You didn't. I don't think you were a big as big of a fan of that that possibility yeah, as I, I was. I'm not a Mike Conley fan. Uh, he's whatever. I think he's a good player, uh, without a doubt. But I mean, we're paying him a lot. He's old. It's the last two years of his contract. There's he's not that much better that Ru- than Rubio that I would pay him that much more money. Um, I thought Rubio was really trying to fit in the last few games before the trade deadline and was playing pretty well. Um, I've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. When Rubio is not on the court and Donovan Mitchell isn't on the court, if one of the two are not out there, the offense is really, really sluggish. And for whatever reason, he knows the offense. He dribbles around and does those those moves. I, I, I don't know. I think if we're going to get somebody and trade somebody, it has to be Rubio and Derek Favors. But um, – I, I mean, I was interested in Drew Holiday. I mentioned this a few times. Um, just because of the way he plays defense, I think he'd fit in really well here, and he's playing really well with, with the Pelicans. And I think with some blockbuster trades this summer, we could get into like a third-team type of action with the Anthony Davis trade and the Pelicans. If the Pelicans want to completely reset, we, I think we have a fair chance of getting him, get him out of there if we're really going to look into it. You know, that would be great. I think that would be a, a good – uh, a good move. He doesn't sound like he's available. At least he wasn't right before the trade deadline. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely a lot of, I don't know, a lot of places to move, but I, I agree. Uh, Rubio and Favors are probably going to have to go and we're going to have to, you know, try and make, make a significant upgrade at one of those two spots. And then maybe somebody who's already on the roster is going to have to step it up to fill in the other one. Um, 
what was your uh, what was your favorite trade of the first half of the year? I mean, the best one, without a doubt, was for Tobias Harris with the 76ers. Um, their starting five is is pretty incredible. I think they can hang with just about anybody in the NBA. The issue is their bench is pretty bad. Um, but you think of those starters. You got Ben Simmons, uh, obviously an incredible player. Don't like you, Ben, but you're a great player. Still can't shoot. Um, you got Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick. He can shoot. Uh Jimmy Butler, who is one of the best two-way players in the league, obviously. Tobias Harris, who is emerging as potentially an all-star candidate at some point in his career. And uh, Joel Embiid, who's probably the best two-way center in the league, him and Anthony Davis. So that's that's a heck of a starting five now, and I think the the 76ers, GMs, and those guys need to be applauded. Him or What's the guy they fired, Sam Hinkie or something? Mm-hmm. The trust the process guy? Yep. Him and uh, whoever took up after him, they both have done a great job uh, building the 76ers. They used to be a joke. Just a few years ago, they were a joke. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no, they were definitely incredible. in a spot to compete. Um, <clears throat> we don't have to talk too much about this, but personally I think it'll be interesting to see how long they keep Ben Simmons around there. Um, my, uh, I think that there were two trades that I thought were probably the best trades. Um, one that seems a little more risky to me was um, the Mavericks going out and getting Chris Epps Porzingis. Um, Very good. Trade. There's just there's a lot of unknown still. You know he's not back from his injury. Trading for a guy who just had a big surgery, who's a big guy. Um, you know that's there's unknown. There's a lot of unknown there, um, and there's no potential. right big potential. There's no guarantee that he's going to re-sign there. Um, I thought that was yeah. a good one. And then I, I really liked uh, the Harrison Barnes to the Kings deal, mostly for the Kings, um, because I thought that was a pretty good upgrade for them. Harrison Barnes is a solid player. Um, you know, he they've he's 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 a veteran at this point in his career. He's he's won championships with Golden State. Um, he played with Dirk and was coached by Rick Carlisle, another great coach on the Mavs. Um, I think he's got good experience under his belt and. He's not going to Sacramento to be only a veteran voice in a locker room and on the bench. Like he's going there to be one of. I'm I'm sure they're expecting him to be one of their leaders in production as well. And I thought that was a good move because they've they seem like they've had a spark this year. So I thought those were two two of the better moves. I agree with you. I really think the Kings. I saw that Buddy Heald said that the he tried to to guarantee or that he'd bet his house. I believe it was. He would bet his house that the Kings will make the playoffs. Uh, they are t- currently <laughs> one game out of the playoff spot um, behind the Clippers. Um, but it is pretty crazy to see the Kings also a similar. I don't want to say the same vein, but along the same lines, they've re- been rebuilding forever, obviously. And uh, they had four guys that went to All-Star Weekend for whatever. Not necessarily All-Stars, but doing... You know, Buddy Heald did the three-point contest. I think a couple of their guys did the Rising Stars game or that kind of stuff. So the Kings are going to be around for a few years, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they make the playoffs this year. Uh, I don't think the Clippers are going to make it. So it's going to be between the Clippers, excuse me, the Clippers, the Kings, and the Lakers, essentially, battling it out for that last spot. <laughs> but realistically, if someone went on a real run, 
I mean, the Timberwolves and the Mavericks, if they went on a real run, it's it's realistic they could potentially break it in. That ain't happening. Get into the final spot. Matt, I don't know. The, the T-Wolves are trash. You're right. The T-Wolves are it, trash. They're six games back behind of eight. Yeah. The T- I agree with that. Dude, Wiggins. I'm speaking nonsense. He's, he's a right. choker. Carl Anthony Towns is an all-star poser wannabe see fans i realized that was wrong that was completely incorrect um like there's no shot those guys are making it yeah um i mean i think you're probably right lakers kings clippers are gonna fight it out for the eighth spot if if the rest of it kind of stays stays the same um should be an interesting race for that spot though yeah i agree with you i agree with you so you and I have had this conversation off air a couple times. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're going to discuss it again. But between Anthony Davis right now and LeBron right now, if you were a GM, who would you select? If you could pick one of the two. Who would you rather have right now? I don't I mean, I don't know. Hard question. All I things would, considered, considering I would go, careers, I would go everything. with. I, well, that's easy then. That's easy. I would go with LeBron, for sure. I'm talking about like years he has left, essentially, like his career, the length, the length of his career. I mean, I'm I'm taking LeBron. I'm taking LeBron. He's he's the best. Um, you know, it's. You can always say like, oh, well, he, you know, so far in, you know, eight months or whatever, he hasn't gotten anyone to come to L.A. Um, to join him. Um, Anthony Davis got one guy, sort of, to go to New Orleans into Marcus Cousins, and that was short-lived. I don't know that Anthony Davis is a big draw for anybody either. Um, obviously, Davis has, Davis that. has, Davis has, yeah, well, all things considered. Davis has younger legs. He's healthier. You know, he's got a totally different skill set. Super talented guy. Um, he has, you know, almost, no, I, I think, what, he's made the playoffs like once or twice. I think just once. And I think they got swept or, or took a game off somebody. Um, he's got no yeah, playoff he's, experience. He's not even in his complete prime yet. Like, he's still evolving to be in his prime. Like, he's at the very beginning. And LeBron is the arguably the GOAT, you know. I, I won't dispute that. But at this point of his career, we're seeing the last few years of LeBron James. So do you think LeBron's the same LeBron he was a few, I, I don't know, five years ago when he was a, a force for the Heat and for the Cavs? Like, I don't know. I don't know. He got hurt this year. Um He's not shooting a very good percentage. He's never been a good shooter. He's shooting a bad free throw percentage this year. Like the Lakers, it's it's weighing. They playing with those young guys. They suck. The rest of those guys around LeBron suck. That's why he wants a star to come. Obviously, Let, let's if he has let's to carry just the load, back up. Let's back up. LeBron James is shooting fifty one percent from the floor this year. He's shooting like sixty eight percent from the line. What's he shooting from three point? Thirty five and a half. Fifty one percent. That's pretty good. And I agree. He's one of the goats. I'm not arguing. That. You said he wasn't. You said he wasn't a he's good a shooter. Decline. He's not a good shooter. Career-wise, he's not a good shooter. 
career-wise, he's shooting 50% from the floor. What's his career three-point? 34.4. League average. What's the last three years his percentage of his three-point shooting? Last three years, three-point shooting. 36, 36, 35. Well, I guess I stand corrected. It's not great. He's a great shooter. It's not great, but he's not a terrible shooter. He's not a good and shooter. And he's a shot maker. He is a shot maker. With He's one of the best. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying his career is in decline is what I'm arguing. And and Anthony Davis's career is just starting. And it doesn't have the same – like he's not going to be – peak Anthony Davis is not, is not going to be better than peak LeBron. But he's going to be really good for the next 10 years. LeBron necessarily is not. Just because I don't think he's going to be around for 10 years. You can prove me wrong. Prove me wrong, LeBron. Prove me wrong. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. You think the Lakers are making the playoffs? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think Anthony Davis has 10 years left in him. He's already 25. He's almost 26. There's no way. To play... As I mean, LeBron's thirty; he's thirty-four, and you think he's declining? Anthony, there is no way Anthony Davis has more than five or six years Why? in him left. What? That are at, you think that he's going to retire at thirty? No, I didn't say Some retire. Of the best ball. I didn't. Like whoa, 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 whoa. No, but he's he's already been hurt a number of times in his career. People who get hurt a bunch don't stop getting hurt. Look at Blake Griffin. People just keep getting hurt. They have they get banged up. This guy Blake is Griffin's having a career. This year. guy is not going to be a great player in five years. He I don't think he's going to be a terrible player, but he his trajectory is nowhere near any of these just amazing great players. Um, You're talking about and you don't think Anthony Davis is going to be a great player? I'm just clarifying. Anthony Davis in five years. Just I don't making think, sure it's in. Just making sure it's on record. In five so years, I don't. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a good player. His prime for me is, you know, in the next kind of two three years. I guess we will see. We will. So, he's an all star. Does he deserve to be an all star? Anthony Davis. Yeah. Of course. I agree. Absolutely. So, but the the rest of the All Star game, like we said, I didn't really watch much at all. None. Uh, neither did you. Uh, without our guys in it, like it just wasn't a thing to watch. I didn't really care. Uh, the game is, in my opinion, the game is just a joke. Like they score almost two hundred points. Like it's it's whatever. Um, but it, it it was sad to to not see Rudy in there. I thought he deserved it, but whatever. Uh, so here's a question for you, though. Who of our two young stars will be an all-star first, Rudy or Donovan? Hmm, tough. I mean, a lot of it hangs on what happens in free agency this summer, you know, because the West is already stacked. If they change the the criteria to get in, you know, of just taking X, you know, whatever number, 30 or 20, whatever, 24 of the players from around the league. It doesn't have to be even in each conference. You could have made an argument that both of them could have been in there this year, but definitely Rudy. I agree. Um, sure, I think. I don't know, though. I mean, the. I think probably Rudy. You know, Donovan's still super young. Rudy's like sixth or seventh year, and um, 
I think it's I think it's hard to make it as a guard in the West. I mean, Russ, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Damian Lillard. I mean, there's four guys right there who are amazing players. And not that Donovan's not amazing, but those guys have already been in it, you know, and they get a lot of fan votes. Um, yeah. James Harden plays in a guard spot. I mean, it's, it's tough, man. That's a tough that's a tough crew to compete with. Uh, I, I think Rudy probably makes it first, though. What do you think? Uh, you know, I think that Donovan clearly has more star power, which does matter with the vote. And if the coaches aren't going to be the ones voting Donovan or Rudy Gobert in, I think the average fan or the fan who's voting for All-Stars doesn't necessarily know or understand the impact that Rudy has. So if the coaches aren't going to vote him in, uh, I don't know. I think Donovan probably has at least as good of a chance. I agree that Rudy's probably I, he's definitely a better player at this point in their careers just because I think Donovan's still growing some too and so is Rudy. Rudy's obviously getting better but um, I don't know. I think Donovan just because of his star potential and his he's kind of the face the, the two of them are the face of the of the Jazz without a doubt but Donovan's you know really involved with the community and like young kids and he's dunking and all this stuff and Rudy dunks a lot too, but I don't know. Yeah, those are good points. Those are yeah. Donovan seems to have a uh, bigger sort of social sphere of influence than Rudy does, without a doubt. So I don't know. It depends on how they do this. The the what do you call it? The voting. <clears throat> so, looking at the next uh, next few games, we we're back in action tomorrow night at Oklahoma City. Then we've got the Mavericks at home, the Clippers at home. Then we're on the road at the Nuggets. Um, not, you know, I don't think any of those games are really gimmies. I mean, the Thunder and the Nuggets are obviously tough games, but I don't think, I mean, the Nuggets, or excuse me, the Mavericks are, are a tough crew. I mean, Luka Doncic is hot. Um, he's, he's, that guy is a baller. He can, he can win games for people. Um, I, don't, I don't think that one's a gimme. I think the Clippers are, just my opinion is, I think the Clippers are probably the easiest team in those next four. Um, but man, if you we gotta we gotta find a way, for sure to get at least two of those, but three, man, I mean, we gotta find we gotta find a way. It would be so encouraging, even if we lost to the Clippers or the or the Mavs, it'd be so encouraging if we could beat the Thunder and the Nuggets. Yeah, if we want to climb above sixth or fifth in the West, we're gonna to have to go three and one on, in games like these. These are all good teams, um, you know. I think that we're capable of beating each of those teams on a given night, and they're capable of beating us on a given night. Like those are four solid teams. Uh, so you want to break it down really quick, and then go give us a, a win loss for each. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think realistically we we, uh, we come out of the gate slow tomorrow night, and I think we lose that one. I agree. Um, I think we lose that. I th- Paul George is a monster. Man, he's having a heck of a year. He's fun to watch too. Um, I think we beat the Mavericks, though. I think I think I think we get that one, and I think we get the Clippers as yeah. well. I think both of those need to be wins. And if we go one and three on this road trip, 
or this set of games, excuse me, uh, that would be a disastrous result. Can't happen. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think we get a win in Denver. I think we're going to lose that one. But I would love to win it in Denver. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, we just beat those guys. I think we. I think we can. I think we can hang with we those guys. Can, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um. So, yeah. Where do you think? So, I mean, we've got. I don't know. What we've got like twenty. How many games do we have left? Twenty something. Um, Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven games left because they've played fifty-five. So, 27 more games. Oh, we played 57. Oh. So we've got... Oh, this is a, this screenshot is old. Yeah, 57. we played 57, so we got 26 or so, 25 left. Um, so, um, where do you think we finish up in the Western Conference standings? Man. I don't see us climbing higher, higher than fifth. I think we're going to end up battling the Rockets and the Blazers uh, for, for fourth and fifth. Or, yeah, for fourth, fifth, and sixth, essentially. I don't think the Spurs – I think the Spurs will keep the standing. I think the Spurs will be seventh. And then I'm not sure who's going to end up with those last three teams, the Clippers, the Kings, and the Lakers. That's that's a toss-up in my book. <clears throat> you know, I think, I think we are – I think we're going to finish fourth or fifth. Um, I'd say we're definitely on an upward trajectory here in the last, you know, really since December and definitely January. Um, February has been, you know, uh, whatever, a little lackluster so far. But um, it's, uh, I think I think we finished fourth or fifth. Um, I, I just, I don't know, whether whenever it is that Chris Paul decides to come back from vacation and play... I think that's going to take a little bit of time for those guys to adjust to other people actually having to pay attention when they're playing offense. Um, I think that causes them a few bumps in the road. But uh, I think I think Quinn's going to get the Jazz ready. I think I think Rudy and Donovan are going to keep, you know, keep bumping up their level of play, and and hopefully we get the rest of the guys to play more consistently. Joe Ingles, you know, Rubio. I hope people really are able to buckle down and, and, and step it up. I mean, that said, in those games, we play some pretty – some we play – I'm just going to rattle these off real quick. Teams that we for sure should be winning. <clears throat> Dallas, Clippers, New Orleans, New Orleans, Memphis, Phoenix, Brooklyn, Washington, the Knicks, Atlanta, the Bulls, Phoenix, Washington, Phoenix, Sacramento, you know, I mean, like a majority, a majority of yeah. the games that we have left are should be winnable games. You know, we don't yeah. we don't play. I think we play after those kind of four games that we just ran through. Some of the teams that are going to be hard, we play the Bucks, we play the Thunder, we play, and then we'll just list off teams who are probably going to be in playoff contention: the Lakers, the Hornets, the Lakers, Denver, and the Clippers. I mean, largely, like, we could go on a tear here, and I would fully expect us to go on a tear and win a lot of these games, like a overwhelming majority of them. Hopefully, hopefully that happens. But I think fourth or fifth yeah, is pretty is pretty reasonable. I need that. So, um, 
let's wrap it up. Um, to make that happen, I mean, obviously we're going to be playing against some some of the lesser teams compared to some of the kind of the juggernauts we've had to play a lot earlier on in the year. Who's going to make the biggest difference on our team that isn't Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert in your estimation? I got a new name for this one, Royce O'Neal, who in the last few games, for whatever reason, has started shooting a great percentage. Who knows if he can keep it going. But if he does keep it going uh, at the same tear that he's been doing, he is going to make a big difference for us and going to be one of the reasons we push into hopefully the five or four spot. Good pick. I like that. I like Royce O'Neal. He's a glue guy. He's a hustler. Um, it is nice to see him making a little bit more of a consistent contribution on offense. I don't. I don't. I'm not probably the biggest believer that that's going to that's sustainable for him. He's always a hustler and he's rebounding and he's hit. He's don't get me wrong. He's hit some big shots in games this year and last year. Um, and we for sure need him. I. I think. Uh, I think uh, Jinglin Joe is going to be the guy who steps it up um, and is, uh, you know, able to, I don't know, maybe maybe bump us, our team, into a different gear because he does, I mean, he's not our starting point guard, Ricky Rubio is, but he does, in my, in my eyes, just as, when he's playing well, he does just as much, if not more, for the team than Rubio does because he, he's a sneaky guy getting to the hoop. He's a he's a really good passer. I think people underestimate his skills as a passer, especially in a pick and roll scenario. Um, you know, he's he's not shooting as well this year from three. This is actually the second lowest percentage of his career from three this year, which is kind of interesting. When the last two years he shot forty four percent. He's shooting a lot more though. Uh, yeah, I mean last more like the ones where he comes off picks, kind of kind of what Corver does sometimes. So this kind of. He just kind of jacks it up now too. Yeah, he's shooting. He's fly. shooting five and a half threes a game. Makes two of them. Um, yeah, I mean, and I think it's good. I think we need him to shoot. We're paying him a lot of money to shoot and make shots. Um, but I think hopefully he's somebody who, even though he's you know, it's not as seasoned as some of the other guys in the NBA. He's one of the older guys on the roster. Um, he's a veteran in the locker room. I hope that he can be a a good. Uh, you know, a good leader here, and and I mean, I would expect nothing, you know, but the best from him. As he's 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 had some big games, and he played clutch last year in the playoffs. I think people on our team recognize, and around the league, people are like, okay, it's time to buckle down and make that playoff push. And I think I don't know. He's he's the guy who I'm depending on to be that be that X factor. All right, well, we'll get a chance to, to peep it tomorrow when the Jazz take on the Thunder, uh, 6.30 my time, so 7.30 mountain time, and whatever time OKC's in, I have no clue. But uh, <laughs> hopefully we can we can uh, get this thing going and keep this train rolling and keep up the, the habit of finishing strong. Yeah, I hope so. We uh, are uh, three-and-a-half-point dogs tomorrow night. Well, only only thing to say to that is go jazz baby go jazz